0: and we're recording hey man hey man how's it going
1: we are now on uh on apple podcasts and on spotify what else are we going to be on
0: um i'm planning on getting us onto google Podcasts because you know android is a thing that people use um same with stitcher because apparently that's something that people use as well but uh i got spotify and i got apple Podcasts. and we're listed on there so steps in the right direction sir
1: it's awesome man we got we got cover art we got uh, a list of like 10 episodes or something so it's coming mm-hmm. along. Mhm.
0: I always felt uh really good about launching with plenty of episodes just cuz you know there's a whole backlog that uh folks can go back and listen to now.
1: Yep, many hours. Many I have hours. a little story. L- a little thing happened recently. Yeah. My wife and I have been uh trying to get some of these crafts for her. So she's part of several Facebook groups and one of them um is a group that makes molds. And she will try to buy these molds, but the lady who's selling them is only selling, I don't know, two or three a day. And so she has a Shopify site, and every day at 6 p.m., she changes the quantity of a couple of these molds to, I don't know, three or five or some small number. And she has thousands of people wanting to buy these, but she only sells like two or three a day. So every day for the last couple days, we've been going on, uh, on our phones and trying to buy this mold within... I don't know, 10 seconds. It it tends to sell out within five to seven seconds of being posted. And I'm trying everything I can to, to make it faster for us. We're using Apple pay. We're using our phones. We're using face ID. We have all of the addresses pre-filled out. We know which website to go to. We're like really trying to like power through and get these, these little molds. And I had no idea that, that this is a thing. Like how many other businesses are out there that people are just like selling out and just dominating that you just never hear about because there's there's some tiny little niche i don't know i don't know i don't know either but like first of all what is a mold okay um so if you imagine chocolate and you pour it into a shape and then you let it it harden and then you have chocolate in that shape and that shape could be a dinosaur or something Um, the mold is the thing that you're pouring the chocolate into
0: Gotcha. That makes sense. And so y'all are trying to buy the actual mold that you could then make something out of, yes. or the
1: product that. Okay. Gotcha. Yep. And then then uh, she can create her own uh, crafts using this this shape. Interesting. Yeah. Just a just a neat world that I didn't even know existed.
0: Yeah, I had no idea. That that's crazy. And the fact that they sell out within seconds. Yeah. I I, I don't know, man. It's weird being in a digital world where we don't really have the concept of. You know, quantity, if you will. We can always just make another copy. Oh digital?
1: Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's so cheap to make copies.
0: Right. And so I never even really think about the fact that there are whole industries out there where there is a quantity of a thing (laughs) because somebody made that thing. And, you know, there's only... I think... Okay, so I remember you gave me probably one of my most prized possessions is something that you gave me about a year and a half ago. Do you remember what it was? No you gave me some breaking bad art showing the six stages of, of Walt. And there were only like 50 of those made. And so that's one of the, one of those um, instances that I had where it was like, there's very, you know, there are, you know, industries and, and interests where you create a thing. And there's only a few of them. I have that hanging above my, uh, my monitor right now, by the way. oh
1: That's awesome. Yeah. That, yeah was probably probably around 2 years ago exactly. That's that's awesome.
0: Yeah. love that thing.
1: Okay, man, I want to want to talk to you about kids and technology.
0: Okay. Yeah, let's talk about it. This has been a topic that I've wanted to be uh, discussed with you for a while.
1: Yeah, I want to hear your your story. How are you raised? How was your wife raised? How do you want to raise your oh. kids as far as limiting screen time, limit lim- limiting the internet or access to the internet and then like what what's going to change in like 5 or 10 years or You know, what are our kids going to be exposed to?
0: Yeah. So me and Ginny both had two very different, um, ways of being raised in regards to technology and both ended up with two very different, um, results, I guess you could say. Um, I was raised in, I mean, we were both raised in fairly conservative homes. Um, and when it came to technology, mine was probably more so conservative, um, we didn't grow up with a television for the most part. Like we had a television, but we didn't have television service. We mostly just bought DVDs. Like if you go to my parents' house right now, they still have a library of DVDs, like a wall of uh, like wall size collection. Um, Jenny's family grew up with Cox. Well, we called it Cox Cable. It's now Xfinity in Baton Rouge. Um, And they had access to that sort of stuff. I got more exposure, I think to video games than she did, which then got me interested into computers. I think her first real interaction was like with a family computer. Um, And it was, I don't know if they had any time constraints. I should, we should actually get Jenny on the show, talk about that sometime. Like what kind of time constraints did they have on technology when they were kids? I remember at one point I was only allowed to play an hour a day of video games. Um, I think maybe spend one hour on the computer at some point i remember i'm sorry i'm kind of all over the board because i'm just trying to remember what like everything that happened i remember that once i finally started using the internet um which we had an old dial-up isp called people pc online do you remember <laughs> oh, them yes People easy yeah. people pc online i was only allowed to use the internet on saturday nights i think for two or three hours And I remember getting online and trying to download as much as I could to have like enough stuff to go over during the week. Whether that was like images like wallpapers, if that could be (laughs) music, not not those kind of images, Uh, (laughs) uh, music. Uh, I would would try and make sure that I cached all the pages that I went to so I could go back later and look at them again so I didn't get bored. Um, Yeah, it was a whole different world, man. It's a whole different world. What was it like for you? Like, did, did you guys have constrictions or restraints on what you could and couldn't do?
1: I remember like the first time um, I was getting on the internet at home because um, you you heard all these things about you were as a child, you were going to be attacked or, you know, there were bad people out there and you, you had to be careful and you have to lie about your age and your name and, and you can, you know, you're all these limitations. I remember the first time I was on the internet, I was like, like very, uh, I guess it was like internet sheltered. I was like on some AOL kids zone page or something, or I forgot what they were called back then, like keywords or something, but they were like these, these uh, curated children's sites on AOL that I used to play on. And then over time I got access to more stuff and, and then it it kind of exploded. And I don't, I, I had some time limits, but I don't remember a lot of them. And a lot of the stuff I did was, it was to build things for video games or build websites for video games, not necessarily playing them, but doing other computer-related activities for them. So, uh, yep, I'm, I'm with you. There was uh, it, it's changed a lot, and this kind of comes back to that supply and demand thing I was talking about with those those craft molds earlier. Like back then, we were so limited, and the dial-up mm-hmm. speeds were so slow that you'd want to you know hoard or save stuff. And now we don't even think twice about making a copy of something or or having access to it later.
0: That's very true. You know, when when we lived out in the country um, growing up as a kid, you know, I, I had at one point, once we finally upgraded from dial-up, we moved on to satellite. And satellite gave us a whopping 200 megabytes per day that we were allowed to download. Oh, <laughs> don't no. you know I cherished every one of those megabytes as it came through, you know? But if I tried to download a podcast, that was a quarter of it right there. That was it. Wow, You know, Um, compared to, I think I checked my Comcast usage the other day. And I think I had used 950 gigabytes the past (laughs) month.
1: What'd you even download? You don't even know.
0: Yeah, no, I I honestly have no idea. Like, I know that um, there was a game that came out. And, you know, games these days are anywhere between 50 and 100 gigabytes. So I'm sure that was some of it right there but otherwise it was streaming it was music streaming it was you know netflix disney plus you know who who knows man like i don't know <laughs> i don't <laughs> know so quick yeah and like if i download files they sit in my downloads folder until i finally get sick of it and just delete the entire thing and start over you yeah. know um the internet is so different now compared to what it used to be like in in some ways a lot in some ways not so much but like in regards to data consumption you know, 200 megabytes a day is a joke. I'll go over that in less than an hour. You know, I'll go over that in 15 minutes. Scrolling, You know, scroll once through Instagram, boop, that's
1: it. Yeah. Speaking of Instagram stuff, how are you going to let your kids use it? Are you going to limit them from Facebook? Are you going to monitor their stuff? What are your plans? Because Megan and I had plans, but we've kind of slipped on a lot of them. But we went into this before kids. We were like, had all these these morals and all these, these things that we wanted to, to do. And, you know, kids weren't going to have TV until they were 10 and all these things. And yeah, that all went out the window. As soon as kids are crying and we're stressed and we needed help.
0: I'll be honest with you. I haven't really thought ahead enough about this and I probably should. Um, the way that I was raised, we weren't allowed to get social media until we were a little bit older. I think I was, I got my Facebook and like two, 2011 I was late to the game um but I, that means I was what I was seven I was seventeen or eighteen so I probably would let my kids have social media sooner than I was raised but I, I I'm struggling as I think about it more to figure out what is what is the balance between being a controlling parent and being you know, this sound, sounds kind of weird, but like chill enough to let them, you know, have some freedom because I feel like if if you're too controlling, it's, it's going to be weird for them as they get older, you know, because their peers are probably using this way sooner than them. And so it's just going to it's like it's like their awkward stage continued almost, if you will. I feel like it's more important to establish healthy habits with, you know, with computing and with social media. You know,
1: well, that's, that's
0: what my gut tells me, but I'm curious to hear your thoughts.
1: This whole Snapchat stuff, like the whole thing is built around messages that are deleted or, you know, self-destruct after so many seconds or minutes. And I don't see that going away. I see that as a way for kids to be able to post whatever they want to their friends and then, you know, no one can see what they did and they won't get in trouble for it. So I, I fear like they're going to be peer pressured into that, and that's just a slippery slope. Now, I, I totally understand the other side where you don't want to, you want to be the cool parent. You don't want to limit them away from. Um, one second, my daughter's okay. making noise. One second, TJ. Oh, you're good, man. Hi, everybody. You're on the
0: you new
1: new 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 noise new 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 They
0: hear
1: everything right now. I don't want my mom missing. It's fine. Yeah, we're talking about parenting. Did you hear all that? Oh, yeah.
0: That's staying in in the final recording.
1: Oh, my goodness. So, okay. (laughs) I did the Jeopardy thing and everything. I don't even know where, where I stopped. So, third time the daughter's used the restroom in the last, like, 30 minutes. She's not even going. She just wants to go. So she keeps saying that she has to go and stomp across the room. And uh, oh man. <laughs> okay. So kids, um, how do you, I don't even know. Where to start.
0: <laughs> well, that's kind of how I feel about the subject in general. Like, I don't even know where to start. Like, do, do we want to, you know, just give them an iPad when they're bored and being loud and crying? Cause that doesn't seem like what I really want to do. I don't want to use technology as a way to appease their, boredom, necessarily. I want them to be able to go and spend time outside and, you know, be functional adults without having a phone in their hand. But at the same time, am I a functional adult without my phone in my hand? <laughs> so,
1: it's, I don't know. Do you ever see functional adults without phones in their hands? Not Everywhere really. I go, there's always someone with the phone in their hand.
0: Yeah. I mean, look at your screen time app inside of iOS. I <laughs> probably spend, like, five hours a day with my phone on. Now, granted, Apparently. I'm a developer, so I kind of have to have it on. But at the same time, how many times... Am I eating food and just scrolling through Reddit, you know?
1: Yeah. You don't have times when you're bored anymore. You just, you're always connected, always doing something. You don't have time for that deep work. Yeah. Are my kids going to have time for deep work? Are my kids going to be able to have time to really ponder and wonder, why does my finger bend this way? And how can I do make the Vulcan symbol with my hands and spread the two fingers on the left apart from the right? And, you know, all these things that you would do when you're bored. They're not going to have that. They're going to have Doc McStuffins on demand.
0: But do you think that it's important to be able to be bored?
1: Hmm. I wonder. Well, yes, I think you need to be able to have time for that self-reflection and that deep work. Yeah, I think that's important. I need yeah. to to do it myself more, but I think it's important.
0: On another tangent, I've I've found that I'm having less and less fun as I get older playing video games because it makes me so angry.
1: Makes you angry? It and makes me so makes angry. You're taking it way too serious.
0: Yeah, but see, that's the thing. It's like I, if I'm if I'm playing, I want to be good, and if I only want to play if I am good, and if I'm not, it makes me upset. So I want to get better. And I've wondered, and I I've had a few moments where it's like, you know what, I'm I'm Mr. Slate. Going hiking or, you know, go, like for, for me personally growing up in the country, going hunting and whatnot, where it was like you could just spend hours with no like digital stimulation, you know, and just yeah. enjoy the outdoors. And it feels like it's just not something that we get enough anymore.
1: Yeah. yeah going camping and doing things without, without internet. Yeah. You know, first thing you do when you're out there. Well, if you're a nerd, you, you'll you do a speed test. How <laughs> much bandwidth do I have out here in the woods? <laughs> Only four megabits, oh man we're in the... we're roughing yeah. it
0: we are we're roughing it, but then this is too useless to do anything with, so I'm just gonna sit here and you know do you know do whatever it is that we're working on or whatever it is that we're doing and there's there's it is kind of freeing to a degree you know i'm I'm not trying to make it out like technology's bad and you know we shouldn't be doing these things, obviously not like I'm a software developer I'm in front of computers all the time, but I, I definitely feel like there is a balance to be played. I would be surprised if our kids find it before we do like and spend more time disconnected. That's a possibility as well. They may find that a lot of this stuff is super uncool.
1: Oh, there's uh, my daughter again. Yeah? She's, uh, she's making herself known.
0: <laughs> hey, I mean, this is a technology and like a kid's parenting podcast too, so it's normal.
1: I've been thinking about photos. Everywhere we go now as a family, we're taking photos of everything like we're, you know, Oh, stop. Let's take a photo of this. Let's take a picture of this growing up. We didn't do that. We, we would take pictures occasionally, but not every single moment, not everything, every single thing was documented. And with the worst, and I'll catch myself doing it, we'll be doing some cool adventure or some, something neat. And I will be looking at it happening through my phone screen instead of looking at it happen. And I need to put that away and just see it happen. But I'm, mm-hmm. I'm trying to, go through that you know. thinking in the future, some point I'm going to want to look through those photos and remember that event. But now I'm looking through those, those photos. I'm seeing that event, but only the, the pieces that were documented. I don't know. I, I need to put my phone away. Is basically the summary of this.
0: <laughs> no, I mean, I, I feel the same way. I need to spend less time in front of it, but do you think that there's a possibility, you know, you and I are enamored by technology a lot of our generation we just we just love it you know do you think it's possible that when you know your kids and and my kids are in their teens that they're going to think it's super uncool
1: uncool interesting yeah. no because i never like, ever thought that that it could happen uh, but yeah. never thought about it
0: the only reason i think about it is because generally the next generation always finds that thing whether it was the music or the movies Or interests of the past generation was typically uncool so is it going is it possible that the next generation will think that our stuff was uncool or will they not because it's just a way it's the technology is just the plumbing no i don't think that like i might think that the old star trek you're gonna hate me for this but i may think that the old star trek series was terrible but i don't think tv was terrible TV is just the medium that
1: Star Trek came through.
0: Okay, you know I what I'm hate saying. You a little bit.
1: But... <laughs> 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 okay, real real fast. I'm gonna say a couple of technologies or a couple of things. I want you to immediately tell me your first gut reaction: cool or not cool. Okay. Get a little segment now. I think we've, we've we've done something. Yeah. Okay. Email. Not cool. Instant messenger. Uh, 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 cool.
0: Snapchat, cool. Facebook, not cool.
1: Interesting. Facebook's not that old. Okay. Xbox Live, cool. PlayStation Network, cool. I mean,
0: I, I don't use it, but it's still, it's still pretty nifty. Google. Ooh. You're talking about the search engine. It's it's cool. Bing not cool
1: <laughs> okay oh, oh icloud cool okay bixby the what oh it's the voice assistant for galaxy uh, samsung galaxy phones oh I didn't the answer's know. not cool yeah the answer's not cool unless you want to sponsor us uh samsung we are yeah. now on apple Podcasts, so make sure that you you click that subscribe you hit the ratings you ring the bell whatever the, the correct mechanism is now. Yep. Um, do, do all those things. And if you're Samsung, let's, let's chat.
0: Okay, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Any other technologies you'd like rated?
1: Um, laptops versus tablets. Are laptops cool?
0: Personally, see, this is a weird one because personally, I think laptops are cooler than tablets. I'm not a big tablet person. Okay. But that this... may be just be personal preference.
1: An even more controversial one. Thumb drives? Ooh. Because they're fairly new. Yeah. But, you know, it's not wireless transfer or it's not, you know, network transfer. Mm-hmm. And then I'm not even going to go back to, like, floppy disks and CDs. But are you know, our thumb, our thumb drives cool? I think. You um, know,
0: they're kind of a relic of a short but bygone era. Yeah. You know, you remember the, um, flash drives that you could use as a swap disc on Windows Vista.
1: Oh, wow. Yeah. That was a very, very small period of time.
0: It was, but that's like when thumb drives were super cool. I remember spending 30, 40 bucks on a 512 megabyte, you know, flash drive, just because I wanted to make my two gigabyte, uh, Windows Vista computer faster.
1: I, uh, we were at 360 iDev and, and Soric, um had an analogy and I'm going to butcher it terribly but like the speed of data transfer like things on your right next to your processor and and let's say ram for example that's like the speed it takes for you to write something on paper and then read it mm-hmm. and then like a flash drive would be like how long it takes to mail something to somebody and get it and then like writing it to your hard drive is like sitting it across the ocean and and then having it come back or something, the scale at which that you can read this data is so slow. And then just, Mm -hmm. just thinking about how slow that external flash drive would have been is just crazy. We have some such awesome machines now.
0: It is crazy to think about. And I I honestly think that it was mostly a marketing ploy on Microsoft's part because it didn't really give you much. It didn't make your computer faster. (laughs)
1: No, yeah, I, I can see that. And yeah. it was only for those older machines, too. All the newer ones just had SSDs.
0: Mm-hmm, yep. And most of the newer ones shipped with at least 2 to 4 gigabytes of RAM, so it was fast enough.
1: Yeah, I'm still not sure what's the right amount of RAM because uh, the, the new MacBooks just came out, and people were talking about needing like 16 or 32 gig, and I'm not, I think I've hit my limit, but I guess I've said that with hard drives before, too. Like, you'll never need more than 500 megabytes of storage. But, <laughs> I don't
0: know. I, I hit my 500 gig limit on this laptop pretty fast once I started editing this podcast.
1: Okay. Storage, I can see that. Storage is a. I take that up to a terabyte. That's fine. But RAM, do you need yeah. 16 gig of RAM or 32 gig or how much do you really need? Well, I use uh, – my laptop that I'm talking to you on right
0: now has 16 gigabytes. How much does yours have? 16. 16. And I don't see the need for more personally. Which is funny because you and I talked... Uh, well, I talked to some of our friends at the Colorado Springs Cocoa Heads and they were saying, no, I need 32 gigs minimum, 64 preferably. And I was like, I I mean, I, I'm doing some you know memory intensive stuff i'm doing you know web and ios development sometimes at the same time with plenty of tabs and applications loaded i have no problems at 16 gigabytes but i mean i guess if you're doing if you're doing multiple builds at a time maybe you need more i don't know i just feel like it's overkill
1: yeah i'm not sure either yeah not sure either i I think just have multiple machines in that scenario instead of one machine but yeah I, i don't see myself using 32 or 64 unless I had virtual machines, but then that's just the same as having, you know, other machines that could do that. I, yeah. I don't know.
0: I don't know, man. Virtual machines. That's another technology that I thought was so cool growing up.
1: Oh, it's still cool. It's power of the internet. It's, it's the future. I mean, it
0: is, it is. But see, back in my day, it was because I could, I could have windows XP, but then I could use <laughs> VirtualBox and I could run windows 95 inside of a, you know, a window. I could have, I could do some computing inside of my computing. And I thought that was the coolest thing ever.
1: (laughs) Will your kids even be able to do that? Like if your kids live on an iPad, they're never going to be exposed to stuff like virtual machines, unless it's in JavaScript in the browser, but true be so limited. But you know what, whenever I'm looking at my remote control for my TV, I'm not really worried about how, you know, how could I tweak this, and what kind of performance could I get out of this remote control if I really, you know, adjusted things? I just use it as an appliance. Mm-hmm. I think our kids are doing that with our stuff, with our our tablets no, and yeah. our our phones.
0: No doubt, it's, that's pretty much what it is. It's like the TV. It's an appliance. It's mm-hmm. it's uh, an entertainment pipe. You know, <laughs> it's you not so, so much a personal computing device. It it gets you Facebook video, it gets you YouTube, it gets you Spotify. You know, I, I, I yeah, this, it, I they're gonna grow up in a very different world than we did, because they're not gonna have the tinkering side as much. Right. You know, it's gonna it's becoming more and more of a niche thing, which is kind of sad to see.
1: Yep, it is sad. I mean, you still have Raspberry Pi; they can still tinker. Oh um, yeah, that's still a thing. But hmm, we just gotta make but- sure we we don't let our kids grow up and, and not, not be exposed to that if they, if they don't want to, like, I guess that's the wrong phrasing. Uh, I don't want my kids to not be exposed to it because it's hard to get to, or the availability is difficult. I want it to be available if they're interested.
0: Right, exactly. And I think that's, you know, when we talk about restrictions of social media or computing time or whatnot, I think that things are going to be a little bit different depending on the child. And I say that in regards to, like, if I have one kid who is really interested in the engineering side, wants to tinker, wants to build something, you know, because I'm going to be talking about this stuff all the time. They're going to hear about it. And if one of them is super interested, then that's, that's a kid that I would probably want to expose to the Internet sooner because there's so much stuff. There's IRC and there's, you know, the Linux community and there's all of this compared to just wanting to, you know send snapchats and post pictures on instagram you know the social media side we could have a whole episode about that but i I feel like there's a lot of navel gazing going on in social media that (laughs) i don't personally i don't really like and i don't spend a lot of time with it i'd rather i'd rather read dumb memes on reddit but (laughs) but yeah I, i think it depends on like what the interests are you know i don't know that every kid's gonna be the same I like it. Okay,
1: with that, let's uh, let's jump to picks of the week and let's end this thing. Cool. Want to go first? Yeah, I got two picks of the week. Cool. Um, first one was this brand new Star Wars game that just came out. Oh. Uh, Jedi Ooh. Fallen Order. Have you played it? Yeah. This?
0: I have not played it, but it's made by the same folks that made Titanfall and Apex Legends. And I'm a huge fan of Titanfall. Um, it, it's, yeah.
1: It feels like a movie. It, it's really It's really cool. I, I'm in one, there's one spot in the game and it's raining and there is a tarp that's attached to some crate and it's just like floating in the wind. So it's like this tarp just waving in the wind and you see it tattered on the edges. And I just stood there for probably 45 seconds staring at this waving tarp in the video game. I'm just amazed by how far we've come in 20 years, 20 years ago. You were happy if your character would bob up and down because they're breathing, and now we have waving tarps with photorealistic and and you know, RTX and all the ray tracing and all of these cool technologies yeah. that just it takes it to another world. I and I was I was playing this level in this new Star Wars game, and I realized that I I can't make levels anymore. When I got into computers because I was trying to make vi- levels for video games. And it was rudimentary and simple enough that I could do it, and my levels could look similar to um, actual developer levels uh, the professional levels at the time They were they were simple enough, just you know simple shapes and low polygon and just very um, just simple but um, designed in some type of maze or some type of pattern. But now they're movies, they look real I, I can't mm-hmm. even compete with that. It felt like I'm staring at art. And they like, painted this on the wall. The scene was just amazing. But uh, so, so I played a little bit of that. And then I have a book recommendation. Uh, I've been reading a book called We Are Legion. And then in parentheses, We Are Bob by Dennis Taylor. And this book, I don't want to spoil it, but it is just so good. It's about a, a guy who, um, he, he passes away in, in our modern time and then in the future, they bring him back as an artificial intelligence to control a spaceship, and he starts mm. going across the galaxy, and he has 3D printers with him, and he's able to recreate other copies of himself, and he's able to build things, and he can change his uh, his frame rate to make time go slower or faster for him. So if he really wants to learn or focus on or study on something, he can he can slow down time and and do that just by changing his frequencies and then if he wanted you know uh, if it's going to take four months for this asteroid to move and he needs to mine it he can crank the speed up and then time doesn't you know pass pass this slowly for him so he's able to skip ahead to the the cool parts it was just really fascinating couldn't put it down and I'm already reading book two so those are my picks of the week
0: that's very very interesting I'm going to have to get this this is a very that's a fascinating synopsis (laughs)
1: Oh, it's right up your alley. You'd love it.
0: Really? Alright, cool. I'll, I'll give it a read. Um, my picks of the week, you recommended Jedi Fallen Order. I'm gonna go ahead and recommend uh, Titanfall 2. Ooh, okay. Because it's also made by Respawn. It was made in Respawn back in 2016, and because the game is now three years old, it is incredibly cheap. You can buy it on Xbox for $4.49. <laughs> um, but that is still, to me, one of the just most beautiful first person shooters that you'll ever play, and just very fluid dynamics like running on walls and you know you shoot enough you know enemy soldiers, you get to call in this massive titan um and I one of the coolest parts in that game is playing multiplayer and it's you know not not super super gritty, it's around about Halo's level of gritty, but it's just like there's explosions and all this stuff, and you just feel like you're the toughest dude ever. And you hear across the radio, you know, you hear in the radio, standby for Titanfall. And then just this massive robot just falls from the sky and you get in it and guns are blazing. I highly recommend it. It's a that very good fun. game for $4 and 49 cents. <laughs> you should get it. Um, my second pick of the week is a um, piece of hardware. Actually, it's a keyboard. Um, it's definitely for specific people. Um, I wouldn't say everybody needs this keyboard, but it's the Microsoft, uh, natural ergonomic 4,000. And if you spend a lot of time in front of your, uh, in front of your computer and you find that you're getting RSI or just, you know, you, you're just getting strain in your hands or wrists. This, this keyboard is really good. It's a good way to mix things up because it's got like the split keys and it's got very mushy keys. Um, and definitely helps keep a lot of that strain off of your wrists that I found when using a laptop or the Magic Keyboard for too long where I'm like having to twist my wrists almost to be able to be on the home keys. Um, it's been nicknamed the whale because it's so big. Um, <laughs> it's kind of clunky looking. But a quality keyboard if you're spending a lot of time in front of your computer writing code or, you know, just writing in general. Definitely recommend it. I'll have to put a link in the show notes.
1: Awesome. Awesome, man. Okay, well, I still haven't found my watch yet.
0: Yeah, podcasting is still hard. (laughs) Good
1: night, man. Good night, man.